0: Welcome to the Powerful Marketing Tips Podcast, created for overwhelmed business owners who want to build, run, and organize their marketing for good. And here's a brief overview of our guest. Are you ready to learn about Google Ads and how you could use them to grow your business? Well, today's guest, Jacob DeZeo, is a digital marketing expert focused on business and personal growth. He's worked with hundreds of industry-leading companies to discover and implement digital marketing strategies to fuel revenue growth. Jacob has spent the last three years growing his digital marketing agency, Watson Digital, to over six figures in revenue. So get ready to learn and implement some great tips and tricks for paid ads. Hi there. So every
1: business really wants to boost their distribution, right? And there are many ways to do it. One of them is definitely paid online ads. You know, with those paid advertising, you are pretty much guaranteed to reach this defined audience and can utilize your content to elevate your brand with specific targeting and get more qualified leads. But too often, we really make this mistake of jumping headfirst into those paid ads campaign only to be disappointed about it later. So today we will focus on paid ads to gain some clarity around it. Welcome Jacob to our podcast.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: So please tell us, you know, what do you do every day?
2: Uh, Sure, so on a daily basis, I help uh, clients of mine who are typically small to mid-sized business owners with their online marketing strategies. Uh, with a heavy focus on both paid ads and SEO strategies. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So one of my very good clients just recently told a very good sentence um, that marketing is is not a sprint, it's a marathon. So for me, when I'm thinking about the paid ads, it kind of reminds me of the sprint uh, sprint strategy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell me why... <laughs> Why are they helpful,
2: really? Sure. So there's a whole bunch of uses that uh, kind of relate to what you're talking about. Um, the comparison I usually make is paid ads are almost like you know flipping on a light switch. Um, and so if you want to drive traffic to your business, to your website very quickly to either you know, test a new concept or test a new landing page or test a new service or launch your business in the first place. You know, maybe you have this is your first few months of even having a business and you just want to drive more traffic Um, that's likely to convert, of course, to your website to gain more leads. That's where I think paid ads has its most value is it's a very quick way to both test and to potentially gain new business.
1: I see a point here, but I also understand there are many mistakes that we can do (laughs) on this journey. For example, we may bring wrong leads, how can I make sure that the leads are right? The other thing we may do is, um, I'm sure we need to analyze, you know, those people, what they're doing, how they're acting, you know, on our website. So it already seems very complicated.
2: (laughs) Yeah, definitely can be. And that's why I try to simplify that type of stuff for anyone I work with. Um, in the agency space, I you know, have a done-for-you model. And then in the personal brand mm-hmm. space, I have more of a consulting model for that exact reason. Um, I would say that first things first, you know, at making sure that your website is set up with some sort of analytics. Uh, if you mm-hmm. use you know, a, a program like Shopify, uh, that type of CMS typically has some decent analytics in the back back end. But generally, almost every website you go on ever has Google Analytics attached to it. I think Google Analytics can get just about anyone by, especially someone you know, who owns a small to mid-sized business. There are other products out there that are great uh, at scale, especially. But I would say start with the base of getting Google Analytics set up. That way you know... What your uh, website visitors are doing once they get there. Um, because one of the keys to running any paid ad strategy on any of the platforms, whether it be Google or Facebook or Pinterest or TikTok or any of the others, is to make sure that you have some sort of conversion tracking. And the whole point of that is that you want to know if that traffic is turning into new business. If you're lead based mm-hmm. you want to know if those people are calling you if they're submitting contact forms if they're using the chat feature on your website uh, if you're an e-commerce brand you want to know if they're buying things from you and the only way to do that is with proper conversion tracking setup which can also be done through google analytics or through any of the individual ad platforms that you're using mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. but how to make sure that um... I'm getting
2: right leads to my to my website. Right. So I think that starts with choosing the right platform. I would argue that for maybe eighty to ninety percent of businesses, the first place to try is Google Ads. Uh, the reason mm-hmm. for that is that it's um, a search based marketing platform. So someone goes to Google, they type in whatever service you happen to offer, and you could pop up in the search in the um, search results. Uh, paid you know organically it takes a long time to get mm-hmm. there anyone that knows anything about SEO and even if they don't know anything about SEO likely knows that it takes a long time to rank on the first second third page of Google for what your business does and what it has to offer with paid ads you can be there you know today if you were to set it up today um, and so mm-hmm. that's really important because when people go to Google, They have uh, some intent behind what they're looking for. Sometimes it's shopping intent, buying intent. Um, Sometimes it's, you know, the need to talk to an expert in a certain field. If you have, you know, a a leak in your house today, you need a plumber today to come fix that. And so Mm -hmm. if you're going to Google, Mm -hmm. searching for a plumber near me, it's because you have a need immediately. Um, And that's why it can be so powerful because you're able to show your ad to people at the moment that they have shown interest and likely need what you have to offer on your website. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's probably the best way to drive good traffic. Even the best websites, you know, convert. I think the the benchmark is somewhere around, you know, five to 10% in e-commerce, it can be even lower. So you're still out of every hundred people that you drive to your website, you're only expecting a handful of them to actually convert into business. And I mean, that's where you get into a whole nother topic of being able to do the math to decide, you know, what a lead is worth to you. But in general, being on Google ads is is probably the best way to drive people when they're looking Mm -hmm. for what you do.
1: Okay, that's really good. But please help us to clarify for those listeners who didn't get that. What is SEO? With one sentence.
2: (laughs) Sure. um, SEO is your organic rankings on a search engine most people focus on mm-hmm. google but when you go if you were to make a search right now you know everybody have probably uses their search engine on their day-to-day life if you go to and make a search right now first thing you'll typically see is an ad as a result and then a will literally say ad right there and then below that is organic listings uh, if you see the map those are organic listings everything that is in an ad when you make a search is an organic listing seo the whole concept is to Make your website show for relevant searches in those organic listings.
1: Mm-hmm. And we, our all, our I'm sorry, our goals should be on top um, on Google page with with the organic search, right? But of course, it takes time to build that. So that's why we need Google Ads. As you are just talking about them. The. So please help us out if um, I'm somebody who is doing that for the first time, where to start? what's the budget what's the what are the technical things I need to consider and uh, should I do it myself? Should I have somebody to help me out with that? so some share some ideas
2: Sure um, I would say when starting out you know pick a pick a smaller budget than what you could spend in your best month. Everything's kind of based on like a daily and a monthly budget, but I would say break out your budget on a monthly expense that you could likely afford. Um, Depending on your industry, you can get away with a couple hundred bucks just to test it out and see if it works. Uh, There's something Mm -hmm. called the Google keyword planner and the Google keyword planner is fantastic because it'll tell you what the average cost per click on your ad is going to cost you since the whole concept is you're paying for clicks on your ad specifically um, mm-hmm. so you can go in and let's say the keyword you want to go after is only one dollar per click that means if you spent a hundred dollars each month you'd get a hundred people to your website if you you know if you know your conversion rate then you could estimate maybe how many leads you might get or how much business you might get based off of that uh, mm-hmm. minimum budget in a perfect world you want to probably get as close to a thousand dollars a month as possible to test but you can get away with $200 just to see what happens and see what type of – how people are interacting with your website and then optimize from there. Um, then, of course, you'd want to go to the Google Ads platform, ads.google.com, and get set up. Uh, one of the pitfalls that a lot of people fall into is that Google tries to kind of push you into a very, very automated strategy. Uh, it has what it's called a smart campaign, and then it has what it calls you know expert mode expert mode Mm -hmm. is literally just the normal google ads platform that you should be using it's not actually for for experts um, but they try to push you towards those automated smart campaigns because when you use those if your keyword is you know plumber near me that's what you want people to find you for on a on a smart campaign run by google you're likely also going to show for you know uh plumbing products uh you know and a bunch of other stuff that has nothing to do with your business necessarily if you offer a service in this case they may also show you for products that you don't actually sell Um, so Mm -hmm. you want to stay away from pure automation on that platform Mm -hmm. and that's where i'd imagine watching you know some youtube videos i'll I'll be making some eventually so you can check out mine but in the meantime there's Mm -hmm. you know a plethora of knowledge on youtube To get you started in the right direction and then of course if you have the money for it hiring someone is never a bad idea someone who's been in it for many many years because you know having having been in this industry for I'd say somewhere between five and seven years myself I know a lot of the the pitfalls to watch out for which helps Mm -hmm. you spend your ad spend better from the get-go so you don't have to learn from your mistakes with your money
1: But let's talk about those keywords because I know the Google Keyword Planner may offer you like thousand words to use. So how can I, how, where should I put my focus on? Is it like, should I test 10, uh, um, 10 keywords or should I focus on money as you, as you were just talking about a okay, few hundred bucks on a monthly basis? Uh, or how, how do you find this best balance here?
2: Sure. I think with keywords, the key is to really think about it from your potential customer's perspective. Um, Mm -hmm. If you can put your mind into the place of your, you know, ideal client avatar, if you will, then you should be able to kind of know what they'd be looking for. Um, You know, going back to the plumber case, you know, people that are just typing plumber into Google it may not be as relevant as people looking for plumber near me or plumber services. Uh, In the case of the client I'm working with now, we only have two keywords in the entire plan, and they're spending about $500 a month just to test it out. Um, But this client is in the interior design space. And what I know from years of running campaigns for people is that people searching for interior design on its own might be looking for the definition, might be looking for a school, might be looking for inspiration. So, you know, ideas. But people that type mm-hmm. an interior designer or interior decorator near me are typically looking for a service. And so you really want to think um, about what your client is likely looking for and what their intent is based on their search. You know, if it's too broad, Mm -hmm. it's not going to work, and you're going to risk spending a lot of money bringing people to your website for something that you don't offer. Um, So that's kind of the key.
1: So what I hear you saying is that first I should take some time to analyze. Who is my audience? What are they looking for? Mm
2: -hmm. I would say yes, and that's where, Mm -hmm. you know, Spending the money on a consultant like myself can be useful because even if you don't pay for, you know, a paid for you service, you Mm -hmm. can still pay for, you know, an hour of someone who knows what they're talking about's time and uh, get a ton of insight, get that target audience nailed down, get keywords nailed down, get a strategy nailed down, and then, you know, in this case, it's up to you to implement it or, of course, you can pick a done-for-you service and have all of that handled for you
1: so you pretty you saying it's doable if I just take an hour you know a consultation and uh, nail down the target audience and all the important keywords and the uh, important settings that are out there and I can do this by myself
2: if you do it on a very Basic level, I think so. I think if you wanted to test it, and you said, "Hey, I have, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have five hundred dollars to test this concept," mm-hmm. that's not going to buy you a done-for-you service that's worth buying. Um, there's a mm-hmm. million different options. You can go to places like Fiverr and Upwork and get someone very inexpensively, but it's uh, mm-hmm. it's a mixed bag. You know, you might get someone who actually knows what they're doing. You might end up just blowing a bunch of money on someone who's pretending to know what they're doing. Um, so getting, getting a, a done for you service may not be obtainable at that point, to, you know, and to still have money left over for ad spend. So maybe saying, you know, I'll, I'll spend $400 of that on ad spend and $100 of that on, you know, an hour of somebody's time to give me the framework of what I need to implement and then use free resources like YouTube courses and YouTube videos to execute the strategy that we came up with together. I think that mm-hmm. would be a way that you could do it yourself very inexpensively. And then mm-hmm. it's just a matter of, if you would I... like to take that time because it does, you are going to have to mm-hmm. take some time to do it yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. So, okay. I either have money, you know, to pay for a service so that somebody would do that for me, or I have time to do it myself, to learn about that and, and so on. But but tell me about the done for you versus consulting. Is it like consulting is something you do one time or this is exactly what we talked about? Like you will get, give me one hour consulting and then I will do it myself? Or do you provide this I don't know, weekly, monthly <laughs> consulting so that I can come back to you on a regular basis and ask for help?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's definitely an option. I would say mm-hmm. you can either do you can either do that if you know you're going to need the help, or if you're trying mm-hmm. to really manage a you know a smaller budget, you can do an as-needed type service. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, you know, my website um, has you know a link to schedule a consulting call. You, know, you can use you can book right there, pay pay the mm-hmm. fee, mm-hmm. and then get on my calendar. And so for a lot of people, that's nice because you can just go and use that as needed. You know, maybe you do an hour this week and then, you know, maybe next week you're so busy, you don't even get a chance to look into what we spoke mm-hmm. about this week. If you're paying for a weekly service, you know, you're going to be on that call, but you're not going to have anything to do to talk about. Um, that's where <laughs> an as-needed can be really useful.
1: But that's very good. So, but what I see very often is that we tend to buy this service, time for you, And maybe it's because bad communication here, but too often we are frustrated about results or they are not exactly what we expected. So can you give us some, I don't know, tips or the things we should watch on or ask for when we go to this collaboration with somebody? So what are the things we should look for (laughs) ourselves?
2: Yeah, I would say, uh, maybe it's maybe it's like three main questions that you should ask to figure out uh, mm-hmm. if somebody is going to be a good hire for a done for you service um okay first thing we I love was, it, we love go ahead.
1: yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry no 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 i didn't want to do that <laughs> go ahead first
2: well, i think i know what you were going to say you love you love lists <laughs> you love to break it down yeah so. i do i mistakes. do who doesn't
1: give me three
2: <laughs> who doesn't um <laughs> Yeah, I would say, you know, the first things first is kind of looking into reputation, Uh, no matter what the price level is, reputation is really important. You know, are there online reviews? Are there case studies? Uh, You know, if you if you ask, you know, is there someone that you can talk to that uh, has worked with this potential hire before, you know, larger agencies? Absolutely will. But even smaller freelancers or smaller agencies likely have at least one client who's willing to speak on their behalf, whether it be in a case study, whether it be in an online review and getting an idea of what other people think about this service is a really good first step. So asking for those things, if you can't find them or asking for links to those things so that you don't have to spend an hour looking for them is really important. Um, Hopefully. They have that on their website to begin with, but if not, definitely ask for it. Um, mm-hmm. Second thing I would ask is, you know, what is, their, what is their policy on giving you access to reporting and to the accounts that they manage for you? Uh, a huge, mm-hmm. huge red flag in this industry is an agency or an individual who won't give you administrative access to the ad count that they're running for you. No matter what you're on—Google, Facebook, Pinterest—it's very easy mm-hmm. to add you as the business owner, as the you know, lead marketer in the company. It's easy to add you to the account as a user. Doesn't mean you're going to go in there and make changes while you know no one's looking. All it means is that you have ownership and access of your data, of your marketing spend. Um, And that's really important because then you can go in at any given moment and and look. And even if you don't want to look, it's good to own that stuff because if the relationship with that agency or or individual ever ends, you still own that account. So you can then take the data that you've compiled and bring it somewhere else and do something else with it if you so choose. Um, So make sure you have access. Huge thing.
1: That's a very good point. Is it also important uh, because – if you want to, you know, any, any reason you may have, you want to exit from this collaboration, so you would still have access to your own account, right?
2: Yeah, that's a huge key. You mm-hmm, want to have mm-hmm. access to that account, especially mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. exit. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of brings okay. me to the third question is, I would ask kind of what the contract looks like in terms of uh, commitment. Uh, I would I would say that any agency or individual, you know, worth their worth working with anyways, is going to be willing to do a shorter term relationship because the whole the whole key, there's a balance coming from the agency side. There's a balance. There is the communication with the client and then there's the results given to the client. If you only have one of those, the relationship usually goes south. Um, poor communication with great results usually doesn't get understood. By the end client, because no matter how good the account is doing, if they can't understand the data and they're not seeing, um, the results from the work you're doing, then they can, you know, the relationship can still get soured. And then on the flip side, if you have amazing communication and no results, someone's only going to be able to invest in you for so long in the agency for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's where a short term contract or short term deal can be really valuable to both sides because it's keeping everybody accountable. You know, as an agency, if I want you to stay around as a client, I need to prove pretty quickly that I have both the communication and the results for you. And mm-hmm. on the business side, if it's not going well early on or, you know, you get a few months in and it's not going well, you're not stuck in a long-term contract and then just paying money each month for mm-hmm. something that you're mm-hmm. not feeling is valuable.
1: Those are very helpful points you brought out. And I want to talk about results because you are mentioning them. So what is, I don't know how to put it, what is like a normal time when I should expect some results? I know it varies, you know, there are different industries, etc. cetera. Maybe you can bring some examples or something we can, that, that would help us here <laughs> to understand.
2: Yeah, I would say regardless of industry, unless you have a very long sales cycle, some industries do Mm -hmm. i would say an average of three months is probably a good test period um, because usually up front when you're setting up any type of account any type of paid ads account uh, there's a little bit of time for the platform to kind of use its algorithm to figure out the best person to get in front of because even if you pick the best keywords and you and you're right on target with that there are still all these other factors where Google's algorithm or Facebook's algorithm is learning who is going to convert on your website specifically and then trying to find people that both meet the qualifications you've set based on your keywords, your audience, your demographic targeting that you've set up in the uh, in the account and based on the individuals who have converted. And uh, Google and Facebook and these other platforms have tracked data for because with each one, you put in separate conversion tracking and and like a pixel for a lot of them. And the data that they collect in those pixels then feeds back Mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. everything else you're doing for advertising. Um, But Mm -hmm. within three months, you should see a direction. You know, maybe, maybe early on, it's only a lead or two. Maybe it's only, you know, maybe you're only breaking even on the e-commerce transactions. But if you're seeing a positive direction in three months, it may be worth it's sticking out to get better. But if you're not seeing anything positive in the first three months, I would say cut mm-hmm. your losses.
1: So even if they have some great arguments for me, <laughs> why it didn't work out?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, and it's up to your best judgment. I mean. As an entrepreneur, that's kind of what we're doing is we're using our best judgment in any situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's an adage about how no one really knows what they're doing. You know, humans in general, no one really knows what they're doing. Everyone's just trying their best. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what you're doing here, too, is, you know, if, if if you've had great communication and this person you've hired has kept you in the loop the whole time and they're making progress and they've tried things and it's not working for some reason or another, maybe you do stick it out a little bit longer. But you can only go mm-hmm. so long not getting a return before it makes a, you know before it becomes a poor business decision to continue um, investing.
1: But it could be that there is a poor business model behind that, because you may bring in leads, right, and uh, they might they may be great leads for you even. But uh, the conversion really doesn't depend only on what the digital guys uh, are doing, right? It, it really mm-hmm. depends on your business model as well. So <laughs> that's also important.
2: It's very important. Yeah, you got to set some type of goal or benchmark. Um, you know, if, if you're not e-commerce, you can get you can only mm-hmm. get just so much as the agency. Yeah, all you can do is lead people to the website to convert into a mm-hmm. lead. You have no control after that. Um, mm-hmm. So setting some sort of benchmark as the person hiring an agency or individual is really important. You know, What what do you want to see in the first mm-hmm. month, two months, three months? You know, is it you want to see X amount of leads? Is it you want to see X amount of traffic? Is it you want to see uh, X amount of transactions? And mm-hmm. you, you want to try to be upfront about that with the person you've hired as well because then they know what their goal is. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've worked with clients before where uh, one of one of the largest companies I've ever worked with actually had three different opinions, three different goals from three different people. The founder, the CEO, and the marketing director mm-hmm. all had different goals, uh, different ideas. And so, one of them just wanted awareness. One of them wanted cheap traffic, and one of them wanted actual sales on their website. And all three of those goals conflicted so much um, that you know we had def- basically different campaigns and different strategies for each individual. Person who is bringing in their own goal and own ideas, you really want to have it have to pick a goal for the person you are working with to go after. Mm
1: -hmm. So I love this benchmarking, either leads, traffic, or transactions. This is very important, but too often we, you know, we forget about the uh, being on this marathon. Really, (laughs) it really takes time also for those ads to start working. Appropriately, I know, and it takes time, you know, to to optimize those um, budgets there. And, and there is there is so much actually to to understand. So as far as as far as I see that it is, I would say um, most effective, you know, when it comes to your time and money, to really hire someone who knows about this topic even for, I don't know, for a few hours to help you out with some, you know, key things here. So you wouldn't waste your time and money. Right, Jacob? I believe you agree with me here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree. It uh, it took a very, very long time to learn everything I know, and even to learn mm-hmm. enough to just, you know, try it myself um, and set up my first account. So and mo- I would argue that most business owners and entrepreneurs and marketers probably don't have the time to basically get what amounts to a you know a college course's worth of education just to get started. Um, so mm-hmm. I would agree. Mm-hmm.
1: So please tell us, Jacob. Now, where where you want people to go if they want to learn more about how you can help them? Because I'm sure they they do want to look, look out. <laughs>
2: Yeah, sure. Um, my per- For consulting services, my personal website, uh, jacobdazio.com, is perfect. You can book a 15-minute call with me for free. Um, I'm also adding today or tomorrow uh, the hour-long consulting call. Um, so if you want something a little bit more in-depth, you're more than welcome to do that. Start with the 15-minute call, see what value you get from it, and then go from there if you want. And then my agency's website is watsondigital.com. Co um, and that would be more for the done for you service if you'd like someone to come mm-hmm. and actually build everything and manage everything for you. The benefit of working with me because I um, keep a smaller team intentionally is that you will be working with me either way. It's just a matter of if mm-hmm. you you know want uh, my time and ideas or if you want my time in executing that plan for you.
1: Uh,
2: mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. the only difference.
1: That's great. So do you have any final thoughts to, to wrap up this topic for us before we go to inspirational song and the quote? Is there anything you want to add that you think that our listeners need to hear?
2: Um, just that it's important to try something. Uh, oftentimes I find, you know, I've, I did this myself for a long time, uh, but I find that <laughs> entrepreneurs and marketers, and business owners have uh, a problem where they get stuck with too many options and they get kind of information overload, uh, you know, digital overwhelm, if you will. Um, And it, it can be confusing. You know, do I try Facebook and Instagram? Do I try Google? Do I try emails? Do I, what do I try? I would Mm -hmm. say, you know, do your research, trust your gut and pick something because you're never going to get started. You're never going to try something if you're constantly waffling with, you know, 10 different ideas. So, just try one thing, two things and at a time, then, see how they go, and then move on to the next, and then the next, and then the next, until you find something that works.
1: That's great, Jacob. We are so glad to have you here. So please inspire us with uh, with the song you have uh, chosen uh, that goes to our Spotify list. Please comment on that and also the quote.
2: Yeah, so I think for the song I picked, my best life uh, by an artist called Kashmir, and the reason I like that one is it's just very upbeat. It's on. Uh, I have a playlist on Spotify myself. It's just uh, called Work Vibes, and the whole point is just songs that kind of pump me up. And that song is very uh, fun. It's EDM music, so it's you know got a good beat behind it, um, and it's a great song just to kind of pump you up.
1: Thank you. It will go to our Spotify list as well, where we gather all the inspire inspiring songs, uh, you know, that our guest uh, speakers have, have shared with us. So thank you. It will go there. And what about the quote?
2: Yeah. Uh, you want to read the quote again? Because I don't have the exact words <laughs> again. Uh, well,
1: actually, you, you shared uh, two of me. Two of them, I'm sorry. So in business, every strike brings me closer to the next home run by Babe Ruth.
2: Mm. Yeah, and that's a fantastic quote. And I'm, I'm a huge uh, baseball guy. That's uh, probably one mm-hmm. of my biggest hobbies. Um, mm-hmm. And so the way I look at that one is that, like I said just a minute ago, you have to get out there and try something. And even if it doesn't work, don't be discouraged. Try something else until you find the thing that works. Um <laughs> and that's basically what that quote means. Even if you, you know, yeah. best, best hitters in the history of baseball missed seven, <laughs> or got out seven times out of ten. So,
1: And they are inspiring for us. So. <laughs> yes. And you, you also brought out another quote in life, Journey Before Destination by Brandon Sanders. And that is also very powerful.
2: Yeah. Um, I really, really like him as an author. Uh, so a lot of what he talks about, resonates with me but this in particular Mm -hmm. is all about you know enjoying the journey um before you get to the destination because in life in general if you think about it every time you have this goal that you want to reach when you get there you you know you bask in it for a few minutes some people it's even less than a few minutes um Mm -hmm. And then you move on to the next thing. You have the next goal, the next thing you are set out to do. So most of your time in life is spent on the journey, not being at the destination. So you have to enjoy that journey and really mm-hmm. think about the journey and live in the journey since that's what you're doing with probably, you know, 98% of your time.
1: I love that. It really makes life worthwhile. This yes. Journey. Well, Jacob I appreciate you coming here today and keep on doing a great job, you know, helping those business owners with their paid ads and SEOs. And uh, thank you for, for coming here today.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. And hopefully I'll be seeing some of your listeners soon.
0: That's all we've got for this episode of the Powerful Marketing Tips podcast. Make sure to link up with us at our free monthly international mastermind event. Just go to powerful-marketers.com forward slash mastermind for registration. And one thing that would really help us and other new potential listeners is if you would rate this show and leave a comment wherever you tune in to listen. Until next time, take care.